Hello and welcome to Dadnamic. This is episode eight. I am joined by the wonderful brother from another mother. Um, there is only two of us. There is only two of us. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. I wondered how quickly we'd slip in to, <laughs> to song. Almost it's instantly. I am joined by Mr. Luke Lyons. How are you, sir? Uh, I'd say remarkably average. I'm actually fighting a cold, so I do apologise to all the listeners, but I am here, present and ready. I am uh, less than remarkably average. Um, how are you, Paul? <laughs> I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. This Have is you... Paul, Paul Smith, your, uh, your illustrious host. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> right, so today's episode will be on the impact of mental health on those surrounding you. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go straight into this one. Do, uh, do maybe I don't know if you want to try and explain the the concept behind it. So maybe less the less about from what I understood of it, it's more less about mental health impacting you. But say for instance, if somebody around you is suffering mm-hmm. with poor mental health, how that impacts yep. you? Yes. Or if you're suffering from it, how how you project onto other people? And yes. How feels yeah. Like exactly. That. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to say is there is there anyone that you've helped with mental health? Um. I mean, there's always, you know, not you, because apparently you, like, you just bottle everything up. Um, but I know that obviously you help us out massively um, in various different ways. But like, you know, we've all had friends who are going through tough and difficult times and they come, you know, it's a bit like, you can open up, come and open up mm-hmm. and speak to me. And then you end up just having that conversation, even if it is casual one down the pub or mm-hmm. you know, over the phone call or something like that. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, I, but yeah, I, I, there have been people who, who I've seen suffering with poor mental health that I've, I've helped. How do they make you feel? Helping them. Yeah. Um, gives you a sense of achievement. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, especially when they walk away, when they enter into the conversation yep. feeling at their lowest, mm-hmm. they walk away yep. with a beam on their face or thinking, mm-hmm. actually, it's not that bad. I'm okay. I can do this. I can do that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's... Um, is also like a side of things. So, say for yeah, we I've been very frank and honest on on here, yeah, about my mental health state mm-hmm. and some of the problems that I've had in the past. But it's also made me forget mine, you yes, know, and aim to help other people. It gives you a goal, mm-hmm. gives you a little mindset and things like that. Um, kind of banding together, I think, is a, a great way to help people with mental health issues. Yeah, simply yeah. just talking. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I know that you've been there. Mm-hmm. You've certainly helped a lot, a lot of people. Um, I'm yeah, here. It, it does. It just makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like you, exactly like you say. It, if you're suffering from it as well, it takes your mind off yours and onto other people's. Exactly. If I can help you, yeah. Like I said, I think I said in the previous podcast where I'm like, yeah, listen to my advice. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> but listen to my advice. <laughs> do what I say, <laughs> not, not as, as I, I do. do. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 um. It, it, it's an odd it's a bit of an odd thing things like that because you don't necessarily even think at the time mm-hmm. I'm here to help you with your depression yep. it's just that person will sit there and talk to you about what's upsetting them and mm-hmm. then you end up kind of sitting there going okay this is what you could do to resolve your problem I don't know let's say you've got a friend that's going through um, uh, a breakup or that, mm-hmm. that thinks that some you know, they're yep. about to break up with somebody and you give them some sound advice and you you know Mm-hmm. after it all just something like that you've just helped their mental health even without them even realising mm-hmm. you know exactly because they don't realise that they've got mm-hmm. anxiety problems yep you're just you know you're just sitting there giving them some friendly advice 
Yeah, it's very, especially, do you know what I I love about it is when somebody does come to you with a problem Mm -hmm. and you're like, wow, you've taken that step, you've opened up and you've you've come to me for it. It didn't take us long, to be honest. I mean, I know you still don't necessarily open up to me, but it didn't take me long to come to you. (laughs) That's because we worked out the five stages of Toots when it came to things. It was, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) You could write a book. Um, (laughs) I'm going to do your biography. My biography? Yeah, I'm going to do a biography on you. Is that when I die? <clears throat> I don't know I think I'd like you to read it first okay that's fair enough yeah, yeah, yeah. deathbed <laughs> <laughs> I've already said what song we're going to play for you and everything we've, that's we've fine we've got everything sorted that's the, I, yeah okay you yeah. have best friends we planned planned, planned for your funeral <laughs> already <laughs> if I'm not carried in you know, to Berlin Ring of Fire I will be upset you're going for Burning Ring of Fire oh no no Bat of Hell to be walked in <laughs> actually and then, and then to be cremated Burning Ring of Fire <laughs> yeah, burn a ring fire and then drink a beer. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, lovely, lovely. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad I've got this all sorted. Um, okay, uh, on the flip side, I like the way I'm going before you, actually, <laughs> I didn't think about this. We just know. Exactly, no, yeah. You know, we just know. Somebody. I've had a hard life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're fading away. You've lost, what was it, a stone and a half. Yes, don't. When I, you it, don't weigh anything already. Yeah, Joe, thanks to people out there might sit there, <laughs> might sit there and think, oh, God, you know, it's. it's, it's this bloke's you know weedy and, and all that kind of stuff already and, and they're, they'll just hate me even more because I don't even know how I'm losing weight it just happened um, <laughs> um, yes I mean that, that yeah I, I can assure you you'll get some letters about that yeah. <laughs> on the flip side of helping someone I know you said I've helped you blah 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 um, when someone helps you how has it made you feel in the past see it's Again, because I think we've touched on this before and about actually admitting that you have something wrong or that you need help. Even as um, a... Even as I said, you know, oh, you know, I've arranged to meet my mate down the pub. Mm-hmm. You go down there and it's a bit like, okay, I've got this going on in the back of my head, but I don't really want to think about it. Yeah. And they just come, turn around and go, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. I can already tell there's something wrong because yeah. you're wearing it on your shoulders you know mm-hmm. open up to me and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. first of all you never want to mm-hmm. you never want to because you always just got to sit there and just think I can't I, you know, I, I don't I, I need to be able to deal with this by myself and yeah, yeah you yeah. don't need to be able to deal with this by yourself what you need mm-hmm. to do is you need to find somebody who you can vent to and they can vent to you yes. in a very healthy manner and mm-hmm. that you can resolve things together um, when you do as well mm-hmm. dependent upon how what the situation is and things like that and how much help is given yep two things run through my mind my mind one of them is complete and utter relief mm-hmm. um again i'm very open on like episode one about my uh financial issues yep things like that and i obviously went and sought help with you know step change and things like that mm-hmm. um but i wouldn't have done that without you guys it's you know without your advice and to open up and to talk about that kind of stuff yep. was massive for me. Mm-hmm. But afterwards was a huge relief because mm-hmm. I knew that there was something else that could be done. And yep. I knew that it was massive from you guys. Um, the other flip side to it is that when somebody takes a more hands-on approach mm-hmm. to um, to yeah, come and help you and all that kind of stuff, I almost feel a little bit guilty. And here's why. It's not, to be honest with you, it's perfectly normal to ask for help and it's perfectly normal for people to want to help you, especially if it is friends and family and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel guilty sometimes, especially when they are very much more hands-on because it's 
you going out of your way to come mm-hmm. and help me with my issues when you've got your own issues going on. At least yes. that's what goes on in my head. <laughs> it doesn't happen with all with a no. lot of people. Lots yeah. of people would just sit there and go, yeah, feel the relief side of things of, oh, well, actually, I've got somebody here who can help me and all that kind of stuff. I don't even like to ask my own mum for help for crying out loud <laughs> because I feel bad that a woman who is, you know, at the twilight of her her life, and she won't even... She, we, we actually had this conversation the other day about retiring and things mm-hmm. like that. That's her. That's at her wow. age. You know, she's sitting there, sort of thinking, in a couple of years' time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retire. Yep. You don't need to be helping a, you know, nearly thirty year old <laughs> son out, does she? Yeah, but she still will because yeah, I am her son and all that kind of stuff. And I'm she's sure a, you get it. Do you know what I mean? A, yeah, exactly. She's a very lovely lady as well. She's a very saint. Cute. She, she is really a saint. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Not going any further on that one. But I mean, you know, when you. When you ask people for help, mm-hmm. first of all, I already know that you asking for people for help is a is a big thing because you don't, <laughs> you just don't, you never no. have done, you've never, you know, I think you've done it once with me, mm-hmm. and you were in in the middle of a very tough time. Yeah, uh, yeah. but like you said, you will take a lot on your shoulders until you get yeah. to a point where that's just too much. Yeah, it's just too much at some point. I even remember what. I'll never forget this and I'm never going to let you live this down and mm-hmm. I think you know where this is going yes right <laughs> one of the first times that we we started hanging out mm-hmm. you came to the pub you were in a bad mood and I tried to do <laughs> I tried to do this didn't I where I sat there with you and I was like come on mate what's wrong talk to me about it you're in a bad mood let's all, let's all talk let's you know, air our problems and that kind of stuff you not only did you not air what the problem was <laughs> you then sat there and took the Hiss out of me for a clean two hours, like a massive long rant, <laughs> and just switched it on me. And we felt both a lot better for it. <laughs> you speak for yourself. <laughs> I hadn't known you that long. I was like, God, this guy's a prick. <laughs> and here we are today. Exactly. But still a prick. <laughs> but you must, you know, you, you must. Yeah, how does it make you feel when you when you do ask for help, even if it is with your family? I think what one of my favourite things. Is, so it's always regardless of how many times you do it with who you're doing it it's always mm-hmm. a nerve wracking experience going mm-hmm. but um, the one thing I love is on our group chat on WhatsApp I think it's only ever been used once yes but we have we already organised a thing where we said if there is one day where we come on and go worst day ever I need everyone stat we all drop what we're doing and we go and meet up it's down the pub or anything like that I think Very it's true. only ever been used once I might be wrong well, I was going to say, I mean, the flip side of it is that there have been happy occasions where we've done it as well. Yes, yes, there me has find, been. Me finding out that I was going to be a dad. And mm-hmm. I, I remember telling you, mm-hmm. and you organised it for everyone to come down the pub. It wasn't even me. It was like, come on, everyone. I didn't even want to go down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a proper celebration. It was a proper celebration. Thank you very much for that. But yes, I know where you're coming from. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's been, a lovely thing. Where it has been like, I need you. Mm-hmm. I need everyone. Yeah, I, I think it's good that we organised a way so there is a button that can be pushed. Yes. Where it yeah, just yeah, says, yeah. nope, need it. An emergency call to arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's generally a lot of that scene out of um, uh, Anchorman, you remember? Which News one? team assemble! <laughs> <laughs> We're right here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, I think... Without that sort of thing, it would have been a lot harder. But yeah. we, we, you know, it's something we all agreed to. And I don't know why we ever agreed to it. I can't remember why. I don't know, it, just for those situations. Just yeah. for that situation, you know, where... Because the thing is, we've all, we've all even, again, on a group chat, had mm-hmm. problems with each other. 
and all <laughs> yes. this kind of stuff. And we try and, um, and we try and deal with it as adults and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But even then, we we're still not open enough to turn around and, and be like everyone needs to know what this problem is. Yeah, you know, every, you know, you still want to have your little private conversations with one another and all that. Whereas when it is a problem outside of the group, mm-hmm. we all come together and band together for what, uh, to to help that one person. Yeah, exactly. and that's the thing. That's just our friendship. That's mm-hmm. a, a strength in friends. Yeah, it's. Um, I think I, I think everyone needs a friend. Everyone needs. Yes, yeah, definitely. Definitely, I, I'd, I'd advocate for that mm-hmm. uh, way of working as well. Mm-hmm. And just say that a call to arms. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's just a message, if it's a, you come up with a random phrase, you know, banana hammock. So banana hammock. Someone posts banana hammock, banana everyone hammock. knows. Pub. <laughs> everyone knows. That's it, we've all got to drop everything. Yes. Yep. Baby out of arms. <laughs> Baby out of arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going on to the next part of this, and it's one thing, um, I, I, it's to lead somewhere else, but... When you flick through Facebook, when you flick through Instagram, when you flick through Twitter... Socials, yeah. When you go through any social media whatsoever, and you see that part that says, I'm depressed, I'm upset, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. How, how do you react to it? Um, is there some people you think, oh, it's just attention-seeking? Is there some well, here's the thing. So, again, we've, we talked about this on, on the mm-hmm. podcast, didn't we? Yes. Um, and... Sometimes you do, you have to tread a very fine line. Mm-hmm. I think you have to tread a very fine line. Um, I think, to be honest with you, if I'm feeling depressed and down and all this kind of stuff, I don't vent it on social media. Yeah. I learned that um, the hard way. Mm-hmm. I learned it because basically I remember being with um, with uh, an ex girlfriend and kind of being um, having a, an argument with her, putting it on Facebook, and then her being like, "The world doesn't need to know our problems." If there's a problem, you come and speak to me, or you go and speak mm-hmm. to your close friends, kind of thing. Like the world doesn't doesn't need to get involved, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, by the same token, mm-hmm. like there is an element of like, um, yeah, I'm really sorry that you're you're going through that. Mm-hmm. I am really sorry that you're going through that, and I do. I I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be completely brutal with you, unless people are either. F- like family or mm-hmm. close friends I don't even say happy birthday to people on Facebook <laughs> I don't I've, yeah, got, yeah. I've got like what six, five, six hundred people on, on Facebook mm-hmm. and I just can't yeah I don't do that. I met you once down a pub when we were <laughs> I don't you know, I hope you have a nice day but please you know, <laughs> same, by, same token of oh yeah I'm feeling this and I can't say I'm really sorry about that and if mm-hmm. you were in a pub right now and me and you were together and all this kind of stuff and you want to talk about it Let's try and hash yep. things out. I'd buy you a beer and let's... Yeah. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really need to go on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. There yeah. is also another way, actually, another sort of little element to this. Sorry to carry on, but... No, no, um, no, carry on, carry on. Because um, uh, there's a somebody on, on my social media um, post who goes through a lot of uh, health problems mm-hmm. and goes through a lot of uh, mental health problems as well. Yeah. And she shares it on social media but what she does is she does it in such a way that it's not to sit there and go please feel sorry for me please somebody come and talk to me and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. it's for people to sit there and go I am going through this there mm-hmm. are a lot of people out there going through this yep. if you see somebody who's going through this mm-hmm. just bear that in mind yep. keep it in mind that you're doing this if it's raising awareness almost mm-hmm. if you're using social media to do that that's mm-hmm. a fantastic brilliant. thing that's yep. brilliant but if you're playing a pity card mm-hmm 
it's not worth it. There are healthier ways to deal with your problems. Yep, I agree. I, I completely agree with that. I think some some things you'll flip through, and I think I, I was going through um, one the other day. Yeah, and I came across an old school friend who was suffering from it. I yes. was very open, a very long post, and um, took a read through him, dropped dropped him a message afterwards. Yes, said, sorry, dude, I'm so sorry to hear you're going through all this. Blah blah. Want to talk? Yes, exactly. Open to. Is that, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting help and stuff like that. I just there's times where I get to a certain point and I need I need a release. Yes, it goes and you know with people around me. But I'm at home by myself with my kids. I can't run to them, so I run it out on this. Yes, and that, yeah. yeah, I completely get that. And the the next question I put to you would go, or I'd put out there in general, is it worth giving somebody who is intention seeking a few minutes when they don't need it, or what would you feel worse about missing out on somebody who actually needs it? Um, here's the thing, like, at that moment in time, at that, at that present moment in time when people were sitting there, you know, button bashing on, on a mm-hmm. keyboard, you know, yep. being that keyboard warrior of, oh my God, you know, the life is so is hard. It, is it still keyboard stuff. warrior or is it President of the United States? <laughs> <laughs> You get all political, <laughs> we promised we wouldn't do that on Dad Damn It. Not I know, episode I know. one. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Um, it's um, everyone at that present moment in time needs that help. Mm-hmm. They feel like they need that help. They feel like they need something and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I as a, as I said, I just feel like there was a better way to sit there and, mm-hmm. and deal with it. If I'm in a pub. It's always in a pub, actually. Let's yeah, say, for instance, <laughs> if I'm in a pub, well, where else would you be? Well, in fairness, so, yeah, after after working in a pub, after living in a pub, being the man behind the bar and all that kind of stuff, I did see it a lot mm-hmm. with a lot of people that I know, that I still know, that I'm friends with on Facebook and all that kind yep. of stuff. If that person on Facebook is sitting there going, I'm down, I'm depressed, blah, 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 I probably wouldn't write anything back. Mm-hmm. If that person was in the pub, yeah. was feeling down, mm-hmm. you know, looked very upset and all that kind of stuff, I'd go over and speak to them because mm-hmm. I generally feel like a face, yeah, putting a face to it mm-hmm. and having that kind of element of it's going to be okay and somebody else sitting there talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I could sit here and you know, let's say for instance, if you, if me and you were talking over WhatsApp or yes. Facebook or whatever, you you put on there about how you you know, you're upset or you've got problems and all this kind of stuff. I might sit there and really think about my answer. Mm-hmm. back to you and all that kind of stuff and yeah. slowly methodically type it so that it's it sounds correctly mm-hmm. when I'm there in the moment I'm going to give you the, the best opinion and an honest answer that I can do at that present moment in time and sometimes mm-hmm. that's may not necessarily be what people want to hear but yeah. it's actually the best best response for people mm-hmm. um, so yes I'd, yes, I'd give, give the person the time yeah. within the right environment Okay. I feel I feel mm-hmm. that's probably the best way. Like, yeah, agreed. People need to be aware of how to vent their problems. Mm-hmm. I can get that. I can get that completely. Mm. Another thing, why I was asking questions around this was um, a few a few people have asked the question: Are you afraid to help someone out in the fear that they might latch onto you? Um. Again, I've had this problem. Okay. Um, I've had this problem in school. Where, oh wow! In school, yeah. Um, so there'd be somebody who's like um, a bit down, bullied, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and I just sort of sat there thinking they're actually not a bad person. 
Yeah. Like, you're, yeah, you're picking on them just because of the way that they look and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to give them the time of day just to actually have a conversation and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, they kind of just start following your own school and all that. Yeah. And it really does depend on the person. Like, my whole thing with them was like there's actually just a bigger world if you actually just approach things in a different way mm-hmm. you know some one one time I remember um, that person ended up becoming one of my closer friends okay. and actually joined a friendship circle and mm-hmm. we all got to know them and we all got along and we are all you know very uh, mm-hmm. we were all very friendly and all that kind of stuff yeah. but by the same token and on another occasion mm-hmm. it did get a little bit weird like it did get a little bit like okay don't just latch on to me don't mm-hmm. just follow me around yep. go spread your wings <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to give you the confidence to go out and, and help you know, and, and basically seek the help that you need mm-hmm. like don't just kind of like you know just, just think of me as your, your scapegoat yeah. like I can't I'm, I can be there for you as much as humanly possible mm-hmm. I can't be there for you all the time yep I completely get that. Yeah, and it's, I mean, do you, do you get it? Like, if some, let's say, for instance, if somebody was just sat there, like, you knew of them, mm-hmm. but you weren't gonna, you've never really spoken to them and all that kind of stuff. He's knew, you knew they were going through a hard time, you knew yeah. that they had problems and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, would you, would you go over and just say, hey, you're right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just be, and, and, and just have that general conversation with them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't. Funny enough, we were really mentioned back at school. Think about yeah, one was at school as well, where it was somebody who was. It's again, it's going down the lines of someone being bullied, um, just because you know a social outcast type person. Yes, like that. yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it got to the point I remember back then. It's not saying proud of, but you know the way the person was, they just. Wanted to be around you twenty four seven. They would message you and things like that. And this is back in the days of MSN. Anytime you go online, before the screen had even loaded up, that pop up box would be in the corner. Hey buddy, how are you? You're like, oh my god, here we go again. Um, yeah, which isn't a nice thing. But now that I look at it now, where when it comes to helping people, a lot different ways. Mm-hmm. It's about building that person up. Yes. Not you'll take on the problems and go. Okay, here's what you need to do. But then you build that person up and build the confidence and yeah. help them sort the actual situation. Whereas before it was just a case of going, oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah hang around with me, blah blah blah. We we'll do. I come play, come play football, blah blah. Thinking about it, mm-hmm. I've actually been that person that's had hasn't had anyone in mm-hmm. school. Again, it always actually seems to be around the schoolyard. If yeah. you think about it, schoolyards are generally like. They're harsh places. Yes, it's a, harsh it, places. it's a war zone. Yeah, um, and one of the things that um, I remember because I actually switched schools between year seven and year eight, so mm-hmm. like in first year and second year of school. Okay. Um, so I go to you know the new school, not because I don't know anyone. Yep. Don't know. You know, didn't really want to talk to anyone because I left my previous school from bullying. Uh-huh. You know, you just, oh, like, right. I'm a bit trucked down torn and trodden and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff knew a couple of people from primary school mm-hmm. but they'd gone on and got sort of different friendship circles and stuff yeah. like that and it's a bit like okay how do I go about this but rather than yeah if you're that person mm-hmm. who doesn't have anyone and somebody does take an interest in you I didn't latch on to them yeah. quite per se I would go and hang out with them every so often but mm-hmm. then another opportunity would arise with somebody else I'd get partnered up with somebody else mm-hmm. you know during a during an assignment or whatever and it'd be like Hey, 
yeah. know, just to spark a conversation with them. It's all of a sudden, you've got a second friendship circle, mm-hmm. and it's a bit like, oh, yeah, we are you're yeah you're spreading your wings and trying to get build that network of friendship out. Yeah, a social network, mm-hmm. an actual mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, rather than life, rather than leaving behind a bloody screen kind of thing. <laughs> um, and it's it, yeah, it, it can be difficult for people mm-hmm. who do suffer with social anxiety. Yeah, but I think that's just that's the best thing for them. It's just mm-hmm. to, you know, draw for like latching on and all that kind of stuff. Don't just hang on to it's it's like cable guy. Do you remember that? Yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, you don't want to end up being the cable guy in that situation, yeah. do you? <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah, that's a very good way of it. yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. You're getting on the same way it comes to um, to kids uh, and especially in the playground because it, if I had to go and do that now. I think I, I think it would drive me insane. It's, it's bad enough when you start a new company. I was going to say, I mean, we still do it to a certain degree, but yeah. the fact that we're all adults now and can actually have a reasonably mm-hmm. intelligent conversation without having to sit there and go, well, that guy's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> or, fuck me, that guy smells. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to talk to them. Oh, he mm-hmm. can't play football, so he's absolutely useless at everything. No, you know, you, you sort yeah. of end up just... Typical case in point, when we used to work together, mm-hmm. the first day of working in this recruitment company, there was this guy who, um, he was very loud, very abrupt when he Michael. Yes. He was very loud, very <laughs> abrupt, very tall, this kind of stuff. My first day, I'm very, I was quite timid and shy. I just sort of talked to people who ever came up and talked to me and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was also very like, yeah, when he was talking, it's hip hop and cars yeah. and money and mm-hmm. you know bitches and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael, if you listen to this, you're a lovely fellow. <laughs> um, all this kind of stuff. I go to make a tea, mm-hmm. and he comes up to me. He's like, "Oh yeah, you're Luke, aren't you?" He's like, "Oh, you you named after Luke Skywalker, are you?" Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably was actually. My dad was a bit of a Star Wars fan. Yeah, so am I. And just rattled off mm-hmm. how they make lightsabers <laughs> and the different colours that they do and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, dude, you're just such a you know, nice person just to mm-hmm. be around that you can just talk about anything to. And yeah. you just made me feel so comfortable just by talking about Star Wars to me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't sit there and think, I have to hang on to him. I mean, yeah. luckily you were there as well. But it's just mm-hmm. that, that mentality of yeah, you go so, around and talk to people. Yeah, exactly. Someone giving you that time. I mean, I, I remember with him... I remember, um, he, like you say, a very brash and abrasive person. Yeah. But, but such a lovely guy, bigger, uh, bigger than life personality type person. He's a tall fucker, normal. <laughs> so, I remember the one time where I, like you said, we were doing a recruitment company. I'd done a candidate for him and passed it over. And he asked me one question and I couldn't remember the answer. I went, I think it's this. He goes, What are you doing? Assuming. Are you assuming? And he got up and he went, You know what assume means? You're making an ass out of you and me. I was like, Man, this is harsh. I'm like 18 at the time and stuff. And he goes, um, Yeah, man, you've got to learn the hard way, blah, blah, blah. And he sat down and started sniggering. It's like, I'm just being harsh. And, stuff like that. and then. Um, I can imagine why I can do that. You know that. And then somebody called up, not but an hour later. And um, I went, Hang on, so let me just check saying. So I put it on hold and Michael went, Oh, you know. Um, Oh yeah, I think he's the one who. I think that's the job that he went for. And stuff like, oh wait, mate, are you assuming? <laughs> and he stood up and he wrote assume across the whiteboard and underlined ask you and me. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Yes. Well, the personality. Well, the personality. It's things like that you just really bring out. You know. But it's like um, yeah, you are currently working things like that. I'm currently working in a smaller team. There's actually only let me see five of us. Mm-hmm. Um. 
and stuff like that. But we've got branches all around the country. So yeah. if I have to drive to, I'm a lorry driver. But mm-hmm. If, I, if mm-hmm. I drive to a different branch and all that kind of stuff, I don't just suddenly think, oh, I can't talk to these people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'd be like, hey man, how's it going? What's up? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. How's business? You know, all this kind of stuff. Trying to get to know the forklift drivers, trying to get to know the guy behind the, yep. the tills. Because it, it just makes your life easier. Just being that little bit more open just to people. Some people, you'll get it where you mm-hmm. try and be open to them and they will literally just be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't have to say anything. They're just like, you know, yeah, man. One word answers yeah. and things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you, you, you can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. <laughs> let's just not, let's just not try about this. They're not worth having, so yeah, exactly. let's just carry on. But if they want, if they want to come and talk to you, mm-hmm. I, mean, I wouldn't shut them down. Yeah, because it's just building that. Number. I do. What I, do what I do like is thinking about this. Um, so what, the way I work, we've got six teams at work. Yes, um, different shifts. So you'll pretty much be paired with the same seven or eight people, um, and there's only two of you per day. So you're now going out with that person. Yeah. For seven hours, seven and a half hours, you know. You have to eat together, drink together, do work together, and everything I didn't like that. Realise that your job is basically to be a um, an American style police officer. Pretty much, <laughs> it's my partner. <laughs> I'm not going to say that joke I was about to say. <laughs> You're ringing some words I'm too old for this shit. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of situations where um, me and these people have come up together for for four years coming up now. Most of us and. Um, for, from thinking at the starting point where, like you said, going into that playground type scenario of, I know no one here, but we yeah. have to open up and get to know each other. To the point now where some of them listen to the podcast, one of them's on the podcast. Yes, yeah. You know, and... Um, Nathan. A, and a lot of people, yes. Mr. Good Flaps. Old, good old Mr. Flappy, um, who, again, as soon as the apologies that you can't be here, as well as um, Kieran and, and Brad. I don't remember Kieran sending his apologies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure they, 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 they definitely they send their apologies. Um, but yeah, it's a situation like that where you're going through and now people are talking about mental health within the team. Yes. It's a, it's a lovely situation to be in. Oh, really? Yeah. It really That's good. Is. It's, it's good. nice that people are able to open up and start talking about it. Hmm. Um, we had a scenario coming up a year ago now where some new trainees came in and one of them came into the team and did not fit in. And it's a, one of us does not belong. But this is the person who came in, thought he knew everything. Oh, thought, yeah, um, I remember you telling me would, would not yeah. take any advice, would argue with you about the way things are done and stuff yeah. like that. And from that point on, it's okay. I, I, I remember sitting down and going, how do I bring this person into the team? How do, you know, you can't. a lot of people. But the way he is, is just, it's impossible. Um, luckily, the guy found a new job and couldn't stand it. Now, whether that is a situation where he felt he was bullied out, yeah. that, I, I did hear this rumour, but if you're going to come in and start thinking you know more and arguing and stuff like yeah. that, you're only setting yourself up. Did you, this is actually just reminded me, like, mm-hmm. for, as football fans that me and you are, did you hear the, um, the interview with Glenn Johnson on um, uh, TalkSport the other day? No, I don't. I listened to TalkSport. I, I, I was listening to it live in the truck and stuff like that, but it, it's been all over social media. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's him talking about Sadio Berahino. All right, um, yes. And things like that, because they played together at Stoke. Mm-hmm. And um, he was and he was just asked, oh, you know, he's a free agent now, but can you believe, like, um, can you believe that no teams have come in for him and all this kind of stuff? And he went, yes, yes, I can believe it. <laughs> this guy turned up, uh, if he was told to be somewhere at 10 o'clock, he'd be there at 10 past 10. Yeah. If he was told to wear a black tie event, he'd turn up in shirt, um, he'd turn up in trainers mm-hmm. and, and, and a hoodie. Yeah. Um, he didn't want to do his running drills. He didn't want to do all this kind of stuff. He hardly he hardly trained. He couldn't yeah. be bothered to be there. He didn't want to be there. When mm-hmm. he was on the pitch, he he just 
threw his toys out the pram all the time. Yeah. He was like, I, I can believe it, and I suggest that no nobody sort of goes near him. And mm-hmm. and that's the thing, like there, you know, it tends to be that there are people out there who don't even realise that they're being that difficult, mm-hmm. and don't even realise that actually, do you know what? It's not all about you. Yep. You know, funny that. It's not all. You know, your your life doesn't. You know, nobody else's life revolves around you. The world mm-hmm. doesn't owe you anything. Yeah, Unfortunately, exactly. we're all we're all born in this world knowing two things. Well, one of one is that we're going to get older. Yeah. And the other one is that eventually we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just try and make it all easy for everyone. Yeah. And actually just be nice. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I try and try and explain that to people, and they just don't get it because they just want to just get. They just want to look after number one. Yes. You're, you're very right. Fair enough that we moved on to this playground um, situation because I was looking at some mental health statistics today. Oh, I he's a stat man. Here he comes. I do like it. I've got, th- I've got three stats for you. Oh, wow. I'm, Hitting I'm, me I'm, with a sledgehammer of three stats. I'm going to throw it and I, want to st- I, I, I genuinely want to get your reaction about it. Hang on, um, don't tell me the statistic. Tell me, tell me what the... Like, so, for instance, don't tell me the number and I'll, tell, I'll try and see if I can guess it. Okay, go on then. Yeah. How many um, mental health issues... Do you think start in childhood? So, say a hundred people. How many people do you think started in childhood? Out of a hundred people, how many do you think start in childhood? Yeah, I would say you're probably looking at a clean seventy-five. Oh, you're exactly right. Oh. You're exactly right. <laughs> Three quarters of mental health issues start in childhood. That doesn't surprise me at all. And it's funny, like you're saying about the plight of the uh, child plague of plague. It does. Scenario. It, it does, doesn't it? It certainly does feel like it leads on for, for yeah. another thing. Um, okay, next one. Um, how many percent of a total school do you think um, suffer from mental health? So if you're looking so at you're a classroom... So what you're saying is like one, let's say for instance one whole school. If you're looking at a school or, the or, students or, or if you narrowed it down to a classroom, All right, okay. what percentage of that classroom do you think would suffer from mental health issues? I'd say probably about 30%. 30%. It's actually less. It's oh, right, 10%. Okay, okay. So okay. if you're looking at uh, 30 children, three of them will suffer from mental health issues. Wow. Okay. Now, whether these are the ones that are being bullied, whether whether that is a big topic of it, whether it's home life situation, yeah, yeah, anything like that. But no, going to it. So, you know. Yes. And then out of those three, two will still, two, maybe, if you said four, three of them will still suffer from that coming to adulthood. Wow. To these okay. It's incredible, isn't it? Well, is is there not enough help being done at school? Uh, I think it's tough. I, I, I think it's tough to actually. Um, I'm gonna put it to you. Um, blame schools mm-hmm. and, and parents and uh, well, not parents. Uh, blame uh, yeah teachers and things like that. I think there's a um, there's obviously a duty of care. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Care. Care. I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, when I was sent to school, not enough was be not enough was done about bullying. Oh yeah, in, in my case, and I ended up having to move move schools from it. Yeah, but. Uh, by the same token, I wasn't also prepared for that jump from primary to secondary school. Mm, it is it's, very, it's a very jump. big jump because some kids have had a harder life as kid as yeah, and will take it out on other kids who haven't mm-hmm. necessarily yeah, you know, who may have had a bit of an easier life kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so my uh, the only thing that I can think of is that yes, if there is there is obviously a massive duty of care, mm-hmm. but I think it. it it does stem a little bit down to the fact that we need to be giving our kids the right tools to be going to school, yes. the right tools mm-hmm. to be sociable and stuff like that. And if it's mm-hmm. still not working, then yeah, I think I think then you're looking at 
there was there was a very good thing. I was watching, good old Gordon Ramsay. Um, <laughs> I was watching him, and he was talking about um, you know he goes and helps families and stuff like yes, that when they're yeah, suffering. Yeah. And he, he was having a go at someone, and she goes, um, "He's my kid. What do you want me to do?" And he goes, "Me and my wife, we sit down with our three kids, and we open up once a week. Once a week, we'll sit there and have a chat, and we will open up about everything, and we will." We will, we will be have that bond in the, where we can talk to each other. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there just trying to imagine that. I can imagine there's a lot of people <laughs> blinding around that table. <laughs> there's a lot of swear words thrown around there. Colourful yeah. language. But it's, it's yes, nice things no. like that. It's things yeah. that are easily missed, isn't it? Yes. And then I'll, I'll give you the, the next one. Sorry. Yeah. The last step. Last step for you. Okay. So, from the point of you realising you suffer from a mental health issue. Yes. What do you think the average wait time is before you get help? This is in the UK. The stat is in the all these stat statistics are in the UK. How have you measured it? Days, hours, minutes? Um, <laughs> I, I'll go with whichever one you feel is more closest. I, I'm gonna say years. I, I, okay. I, I reckon you're looking at about five years. You're looking at five years. It is double that. Ten it years. Is ten years Jeez. between you re- between you um, uh, believing you have a mental health issue See, and you getting help. That is and, and it's denial. That's the biggest killer. Yes, because yeah. because you you'll be suffering mm-hmm. with it for ages, not realizing. Yep. Yeah, you know, and whenever somebody sits there and goes, I think you could do with a bit of you know, mm-hmm. go and seek help, or do yeah. you know what I mean, or or you know, I can only help you so much and stuff like that. But, nah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it, man. It's like it's not cool. It's not cool. Yep. Take their advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're very true. It's, it's very true. It's very true. Um, it was also a, a little bit about. Oh no, I've just. I'll be okay once this is done or once this situation is done or when I get a new job or anything like that. Yeah, and to be honest with you, um, like I've actually been living my life that way a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, given like uh, family, um, yeah, living accommodation and family and stuff like that and, and all that kind of stuff where it has been like, you know, I, I feel like I have this problem. It will be okay because this is going to change soon and that's mm-hmm. going to make everything else uh, everything else much better um, but yeah it's, it's almost a denial just to sit there from the beginning and just kind of sit be like it's not okay mm-hmm. like it's not okay for feeling it now when that changes later on is it actually going to change yeah yeah is it actually going to you know all this kind of stuff all I all that I can sit there and say is that uh, you know my living uh, arrangements and things like that are going to change soon yes That's, that is something big it's not yeah. as if it's like Oh, it'd be okay because I'm getting. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be okay because I'm. I get paid at the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's not. You know, that's something that happens regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, that happens to you once a month or yes. once a week or all this kind of stuff. That's not going to have a massive impact on your life. Mm-hmm. Moving out or moving, you know, somewhere else and stuff like that will. So, yes, yes, very um, true. I, 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 I see I see both then would you be in that point. situation now if you hadn't come through forward and asked for help originally um, what where I am now yeah but in terms of the financial aspects getting to this stage if you hadn't come and asked for help do you think you'd still be I think I, I, you know, you, you've said it yourself actually that you see, you've even noticed in, in me a, a change um, since actually going, going, through, going through the change yeah I'm going through the change <laughs> <laughs> suddenly getting hot flushes <laughs> Got hair in places where there shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> I love the way you start scratching your back after that. I, I've got hair coming out my back. It's oh, weird, man. Have you had that yet? Hair coming out my back. No, I've always had a bit of hair yeah, at, the, at the base, but it's... no, no, no. I'm getting across the shoulders now. That's across weird. the shoulders. Yeah. 
I'm just going to put the chin. No, 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 not yet. I haven't. No, 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 I've got the, sho- got the shoulders. Is, is it sloped so far off your head it's now going down your back? Well, here's the th- I'm seriously worried about when it starts coming up my ears. <laughs> you mean you haven't had that yet? I've had the one, but you know where you just... No. Where you're just scratching or, or stroking some part of your body and you're like, ooh, they're saying there. I used to get one on, on the top of my ear here. I've got the, I've got the nose. Yeah. That's a, that's a big that problem. That hurts as well. Yes, that that's hurts. a big problem to get rid of. Um, and the problem <laughs> is that when you start... You've got to keep, yeah, that's you for life, my friend. Uh, they sort of become a suit hair factory, then, don't they? Yeah, it's a zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom. And they're always thick, wiry black ones. There's never, <laughs> there's never just the light, little, wispy one that you can get away with. But, what you need to worry about is when they start turning grey. <laughs> when I you start dropping these grey ones. I've started the beard. I've, I've noticed, right, a good couple of grey ones coming through the beard. And we've had this conversation actually with, yeah. um, with, with somebody else who was like, I, you know, I need to dye my beard. And I just go, I can't wait for it. I can't wait to look like wise. A, you can't, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to look like a Shaolin monk. Oh man, it's going to be so cool. Um, um, anyway, um, amazing, amazing. Cool. So I, th- I think the I think the takeaway from this one I would say is that people need to talk to their children. You need to um, look out for the signs. Yes. No more needs to be done in schools. Yes. Um, and that stop pushing back on denial and stop pushing back on saying wait for this situation. Yeah, and the same as. Um, you know, going going back into sort of earlier with the podcast and things like that, it's always like, don't be afraid to sort of open up to the people around you. Yes. You know, they're obviously there. They're obviously there because they like you. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're obviously there because they they love you and care for you and want to help out. You know, you you have to open up. And if you're somebody there who is, um, you know, who has that friend who's like, actually, I, I really need some help and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just be there for them. Yeah. Offer them sound advice. Offer them. Mm-hmm. Offer them something. A local olive branch. Or, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be. Um, you know, come on, we're going out for a pint and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Blah blah blah. blah. It, it could just be. Let's just talk. Let's jam mm-hmm. for a day. You know, let's go. Let's just go and just let's jam. Let's jam. Well, we're we, going back to the nineties, aren't we? Oh, so, uh, you know, uh, it's, yeah. We've never jammed. I don't think, uh, <laughs> because I can't play. Um, but you know what I mean. It's you know, it, it's just be be there for one another. Like, going back to the the Sadio Barreño thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not. You know, no one is above anyone else. We're all born equal. Oh yeah, exactly. Some people are born. Some people are born with amazing talents, unfortunately, and end up getting somewhere. You know, you know, with a, with a lot of money and all that kind of stuff. But that yeah. doesn't mean that they're better than you. No, very true. Very yeah. true. And you're not better than anyone else. No, no. Definitely right. Definitely Sorry. right. So on to our next segment. It's our social awareness one. Social awareness! <laughs> um, catches you funny every time. I know, I can't <laughs> help it. See, now, I'd like to point this out. You say catch you funny. I've been saying the phrase, um, oh, that really caught me funny. Yeah. And somebody turned around to me and went... That's not a phrase. It is. It, of course it is. Course it is. I tried to Google it, but no, it didn't come up. It, no, no, no. That, 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 in fairness, it's a phrase from you. See, see, <laughs> see so you picked up me. I Googled it the other day and it didn't come up. Yeah, I'm I think, wondering whether it's a phrase I don't know where you, I don't know where you got it from, but you've actually rubbed that off on me. <laughs> and I, I, I'm happy to pick it up and run away with it. Even because even when I say it in, in other walks of life, they... The, Nobody you know, seems everyone, to question it. No, they don't. It's only now. I've been using it for what? 20, how old am I now? So when it when starts out. Probably about, probably a good 20 years now I've been using this phrase. And the first time I got picked up on it was, was the other week. And they went, that's not a thing. I was like, well, it is. It they is. went, no, because I went and used it and somebody went, what do you mean caught you funny? I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> must, so, have been, must have been dim. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't, it, uh, that wasn't part of my social media thing, but the social awareness. 
Um, number so one, we- I, I am going to go back to, to the political side because you okay. know when you read the stupid news? Yep. This one seems to be top of my agenda at the moment. Go on. Is uh, Donald Trump. We do love a bit of Trump, don't we? He wants to buy Greenland. It's Greenland for sale? No. <laughs> but he's, been, he's spent a lot of taxpayer money and um, uh, spoken with a lot of advisors because he's heard about the minerals they've got there, he's heard about the landscape and, and, and things like that. Oh, really? Yeah, he wants to buy Greenland. Oh, really? <laughs> wants, to buy, yeah, wants to buy somewhere to you know, make it all you know, American and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, well, we've we've got fireworks going off nearby. Yeah, that was um, that was a surprise, and a child now crying upstairs. <laughs> um, it's not Diwali or anything like that, is it? No, but um, yes, okay. Well, we've got fireworks going off, but yeah, okay. That's so fine. Greenland has uh, just been sold, apparently. Oh, <laughs> yeah. D- uh, yeah, that's 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 Trump announcing. That's it, all the Danish that's celebrating, apparently. That um, that he's <laughs> going to come. <laughs> what the Danish, <laughs> the Danish own Greenland? Do they? I didn't know this until I started reading the news. It's a Denmark colony or something like that. So he's got, got he's, he's got to go to Denmark and go. Yeah, home. and funny enough, the um, the advertising board for Greenland had to come forward and say we're not for sale. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but you know we're not for sale. Little bit of a, a snippet and all this kind of stuff. Don't know why I know this. Um, if you wanted to emigrate to to Denmark, yeah, you would not be able to buy a house. You have to be of Danish de- um, descendants to actually own a house out there. So I could only you rent. Can rent, but never buy. Oh, well, that's a bit. Having good. said that, their houses are redonkulously cheap. Oh, okay. So, um, so they're quite happy to sell and all this kind of stuff, but only to their own people. Could I not buy a plot of land? No. So I couldn't buy a plot of land. You can't right buy. Now. You cannot buy any property out there at all. Hmm. Well, that's a bummer. It is. Did you want to move to? Yeah, I, I, I had plans and everything. I've got these already. Go to Norway. No, <laughs> don't. <laughs> My next one is: Did you hear about the eleven-year-old? Who wanted to meet Mo Salah so badly oh, that he ran into a lamppost trying but to get to him? I, what I love about these little stories mm. is what the footballer does afterwards. It, so was, it, it was very he, the fact that the fact that the kid is obviously. I mean, he must have bawled his eyes out afterwards mm-hmm. because he's broken his nose. Yeah, he's got, he's got blood, blood pouring down, down his, oh. his face, all that kind of stuff. But Mo Salah actually stopped, mm-hmm. got out the car. Picked him up, yeah. took a photo with him, shook hands, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. You know, like it's okay, mate. You know, you don't have yeah. to be all here. <laughs> again. I'm only a person. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, very nice story for uh, on my side, side, even though he's Liverpool. Um, but yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think there's any celebrity I'd run towards. Not even as a kid. Do you think uh, you uh, going maybe back as, as, a, as an eleven? Maybe David Beckham back in the day. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I've said I don't think I, I don't think I'd chase after a scar. I think I'd freeze. <laughs> Got gob just open, <laughs> well, just pointing. Okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a question to you now. Would you run after Michael Fassbender? No, because I'd be cool about it. <laughs> no, please, you had to think about that one so hard. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Mike, come and sit down. Have a have a beverage. <laughs> Join me in the smoking lounge with the smoking jacket. I've got my smoking jacket on. It's just, it's just a bomber jacket turned inside out. <laughs> By the fire. <laughs> Hang on, wait, this went somewhere else. <laughs> okay, and my last bit of social awareness. Social it, awareness! Sorry. <laughs> is um, Tesco's. Tesco's have, Every help. Tesco's have announced something that will, uh, will surely help very few. Um, <laughs> they, they, have, they have found a way to make Sprouts better. Now, I'm going to tell, but you haven't read this. Now, I haven't read this, but go on. 
Now, they have come up with the idea that this Christmas, your sprouts should be battered. So, tell me, how many, how many boxes of battered sprouts are you going to be buying for Christmas this year? None. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, just imagine it. You just, Glaswegians up north be like, oh, yeah, battered Mars bars like that. No, battered sprouts. <laughs> Danger, community, and battered sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Well, that's wonderful. Oh, the, the Tesco's going to save the world, you know that. Tesco's really are, yeah. aren't they? Every little really does help. Yes, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to try them. I'm sorry, I'm, we need to find them. We oh, need yeah, to do it. It will be on YouTube, don't you worry about that. We need to have a dynamic opening, <laughs> opening YouTube of, of battered sprouts. I can't wait for that. That's amazing. Oh, that should be lovely, shouldn't it? Um, so that ends our social awareness for the week. <laughs> ah. Social awareness! <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Did he die? <laughs> yeah, I know you're suffering from a cold, and I, I do wish you all the best. How many lockets have you been through since we've been doing this podcast? Uh, one. Or one. I've managed on one. Oh, you've done very well. I know, but for 40 odd minutes. I will be very happy to tell you that I'm on the last question. And uh, it's our question of the day. Yeah, yeah happy to tell me because, uh, yeah, go on. Go on. So, is it slightly. Based? Yes, of course it is. It's slightly egotistical as well, um, which plays into both hands. Yep. If you could have one song about you, if, one, if you could look at all the music you've got and you could pick one song. That this song is about me. <laughs> could be that drunk girl, yeah. like a dancer, like, everyone, shut up! Shut up! This song's all about me! Mm. This song's about me, and it's, you know, Nicki Minaj, so <laughs> Starship or something like that. Oh, um, but, hey, got, what song? Benny Hill theme tune. Benny Hill theme tune. <laughs> uh, no, uh, go on, tell me yours. And I the, the, to be fair, it's a song I've been listening to recently, which is what brought, the question, uh, brought this question to mind. And it's a, it's a country and western song. Oh, God. But it is As Good As I Once Was by Toby Keith. And the song is all about him being sat down in the bar, drinking and going, I can't handle my drink anymore. His mate gets into a bar You fight. never could handle no, your drink. <laughs> I was always the one standing at the end. I'm just going to say that. I reckon, you were chucking, I reckon you were chucking it on the floor while we were drinking. That's why. I've uh, seen you after a couple of Jack Daniels, mate. You're vomiting everywhere. No, that was a game of I Have Never. And we were doing Jack Daniels shot straight and that was it and the last time we went to um, Cornwall and we did bunny hops and there was 12 of us and I had apple sours and you had Southern Comfort or Jack Daniels or something like that I did it with Jack Daniels yeah. yes bunny hops with that where it was 12 <clears throat> and 24 was never a good idea yes yeah we did it far too many of us and uh, it got a little bit dangerous drink away drink, <laughs> be, be aware with the drink um, um, but yeah so the other part of this song is where his mate has a fight and calls him over and goes buddy how about a little help and he's like Dave I told you I ain't as good as I once was <laughs> and he refuses to get who's, into a fight but who's who's <laughs> who's getting in this fight his mate his mate yeah, but, fact, yeah, no which one of us is getting this fight <laughs> listen out of all the times we've been together I've never been in a fight do you want to get on to this? <laughs> do you honestly want to get onto this sort of podcast that how many times you've nearly gotten me beaten up? Only once did you actually get punched, may I point out. But anyway, going on. Here, Proving that being <laughs> friends with Paul Smith is dangerous. So I would say this, but I was thinking about this, you know, when I play football, when I drink, when I run, I'm just not as good as I once was. No. But I was as good once as I ever was. But I'm not as good as I once was. And that is why that, that song seems to appeal to me now. Um, if I, God, that is really difficult, man. Like, that's a tough one because it, it, like I try to just sit there and think of songs and lyrics and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, is there is there any song that uh, you related to uh, uh, that you felt like um, or saying well, I'm related well one of them's my sister uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know I mean there is um, there's a lot of songs out there that I'd sit there and take parts of mm-hmm. um, yeah so the, the, the lots of songs way back in the day yes um, you know back when I was drinking and being a delinquent and all that kind of stuff <laughs> I didn't really have an awful lot to go for apart from like you know your next booze you know, your next um, beer and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. where it was like you know getting drunk on your best friend's floor and all this kind of stuff yeah or, um, you know just going out and, and trying to hit on chicks and things like that again you know, way you know past all that kind of stuff it's mm-hmm. um, yeah it, it's very um, it's very difficult to say now it's more about so I tend to relate more about family when it oh, okay. relates a lot about family and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I think uh, one of the best ones is probably a, a family portrait by Pink. Actually, oh, it's a, it's, wonderful, it's a, it's song, a yeah. wonderful song and things like that. It's about a dysfunctional family, about how to build it back together and all yep. that kind of stuff, and what what you know, she wants from it and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, but there's, there's a lot of things as well where you're talking about. Oh, actually, tell a lie. Forget that photograph. Nickelback. Oh, um, right, okay. Memories. I do mm-hmm. a lot recently which involves me about going down memory lane. And, oh. if, and if I was to put, every time I go down memory lane, mm-hmm. that song plays in my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad because you, you know my love of Nickelback. But, um, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Oh, so you've gone from um, Andrew K. Party Hard to yes. <laughs> yes, a Nickelback photograph. When it's time to party, we will always party hard. <laughs> Hotline bling. Uh, no, no. That never happened. That never happened. One, <laughs> one time, man. Um, Perfect. So, I, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've had a plenty to take away from this. Um, I'm going to do the normal thing of reminding you. Uh, we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Um, we will be releasing videos on YouTube. Um, it's pending. It's coming it, soon. It's definitely pending. And what, one of the things we were looking to do was um, maybe take a break from the podcast, um, do a series, and then move on towards YouTube things. Um, obviously, yes. we were talking before about you know we don't have we have careers. We have. Um, family aspect so yeah, it's, it, it's, yeah. just, it's a struggle to get everything done yeah, that we want to. You know, it'd be nice to maybe take a couple of weeks off from the from the podcast let everything chill get yeah, um, and mm-hmm. stop working on our other projects as, as that dynamic you know working through YouTube maybe getting um, maybe getting something on board with like a, a couple of sort of interactive sort of things mm-hmm. um, maybe even getting a couple of guests on board for um, for yeah, up and coming seasons and, yep. and things like that so um, I, I, I can't wait and I do generally mean that of actually mm-hmm. you know, doing Dadnamic so far what we on episode 8 yes this um, is episode 8 not yeah. including our top 5s and things like that exactly and it's um, you know it's been a a, a major release of, mm-hmm. of you know a, a, a focus almost yes. for us and things like that and mm-hmm. I can't wait to it's a, carry on with it I'm determined to carry on with this <laughs> And, and you know, with all the positive feedback we've had and people opening up, it it, it certainly seemed to have done well. Please so. keep going as well. Yes. Honestly, if you need if you need anything, um, we we really want to get in, hear from you guys. Actually, um, mm-hmm. if you post on our Facebook, get involved in, yep. on Instagram and things like that. Yeah, send send us a couple of messages and things like that. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you in any way that we can. We're not psychiatrists. We're not. Um, uh, we're not. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you could just um, drop us an email. Um, it's dadnamic at gmail.com D A D N A M I C. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Drop us messages on there. We're always happy to hear from you and discuss further. Um, 
Luke, it's that time again. Say goodbye. Toodle pip. And toodle pip for me. Uh, yeah. Thank Take you care, very guys. much for listening. Take care. Cheers. Speak to you again soon. Bye.